The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview. Manchester City, the oil billionaires versus Leeds United, the sort of Robin Hood um, protagonists of the Premier League. My name's Adonis, and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me, Johnny O's, representing the Mighty Whites, Ryan Wignall One. Hello there. And the stranger in our midst, um, the blue among whites. It's uh, Dan Burke. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello. Please uh, keep remembering to fill up your car because we need some more players this summer. So keep right. the oil money. Keep that oil money coming, please. Right. <laughs> Where's it coming from? Is it Saudi Arabia? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yeah. I'd like to see the Abu Dhabi. <laughs> A footballing hotbed, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Abu Dhabi County. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, starting off then, Dan, uh, we'll start off with you because our uh, regular viewers and listeners know a lot about Leeds United. We don't know that much about Man City. Um, so, recent results then. Um, I was... <laughs> obviously, you've played uh, Erling Haaland's Borussia Dortmund, mm-hmm. trademark, um, last mm-hmm. night. And he's from Leeds, so that's good. Um, shows you what a Leeds like can do if, if people believe in him and, and give him the support he needs. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the sky's the limit, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he, right. has, he, has, a, he has sort of a foot in both of our camps, I guess, doesn't he? Because his dad played for, for Leeds and Man City. Um, I think he's got a bit of a soft spot for City as well. There's a few photos of him in the City sh- shirts when he was younger. And uh, uh, I think he went to watch us at Wembley in the 2014 League Cup final as well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Alf, Alfie Harland and and we both hate scum as well. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say, what's it like to be a one club C? <laughs> Excellent, yeah, yeah. Not other mob, not other mob might have Manchester in the name of their club, but uh, you know, from they're from Stratford, really. It's not it's not Manchester. It falls under the borough of Trafford, so yeah, don't, they don't count. Oh, okay. I thought it was a suburb of London. Judging by just judging by their fans, it might as well be. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. a lot of London accents in your fan in uh, Manchester United's fan base. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so let's let's brush over that because quarterfinal of the Champions League, we haven't seen one of those uh, in uh, twenty-one years. So let's talk about Premier League then. Um, Leicester nil, Man City two. How was that? It was good, yeah. I mean, I was I was expecting a really tough game from Leicester. Actually, obviously, they're, they're flying pretty high this season, third in the table, and uh, battered us five uh, two when we met them in the second game of the season. I think it was so. I was expecting a tough game, and as it happened, we we sort of schooled them. Really, um, there was a point before half time when it flashed up on Sky Sports where we'd had a hundred percent possession during the five minute period. So it kind of tells you what kind of game it was. It was That's sitting, a lot. You know, it's a lot, yeah. I'm doing the math here, Dan, and that is quite a big lot of percentage. It's quite difficult to get more than 100%, I find, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm not one of these stats guys, but <laughs> that's a lot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pass, 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 pass them to death and uh, scored two goals in the second half. Probably could have had a couple more um, if the finishing had been on point. And, uh, you know, another another step towards the title. We just need 11 more points now to win the title, guaranteed. So, uh, hopefully get a few more this weekend. Okay. Um, we need significantly more than 11, I think, to win the title. <laughs> <laughs> we need a, a miracle. Um, okay. Uh, Ryan. Leeds yes. two, Paul Heckingbottom one. How was that? <laughs> yeah, it was a good game. We were, we were comfortable, weren't we? It was a comfortable game, I thought. Mm. You know, someone doesn't sit uncomfortable, but we, we were comfortable. We were, we were at it. We created chances. Uh, you know, we didn't have to be at his best. I don't think we were at his best, but we didn't have to be. Um, some really standout performances. I thought Phillips come back. From international duty, and we're absolutely outstanding. Mm. Uh, and looked to get forward as well, which was a bit surprising at times. But you know, he, he's shown he can do that as well. Different uh, aspects of his game. South, Southgate's giving him Southgate's giving him ideas. Well, yeah, <laughs> above his station. Above his, above his station, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, get back there. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was a comfortable game. Okay. Um, let's move swiftly on to that reverse fixture then. And um, one of the games of the season um, for me, I think, like, well, <laughs> maybe not like spectacle of the season, but performance of the season from Leeds at least. Um, so here's my take on it. Reverse fixture, Leeds won, Man City won. I was at the pub. Told this story a few times for regular listeners, but if you don't know, I was wearing a uh, uh, the square ball celebrated Campione shirt. It says Leeds on it about 50 times all over it in the design. And uh, it was at a time when everything had opened up here. I went to the pub to watch it and I got asked by a number of people at the bar who I supported. So thanks very much for that square ball. So that's the thing that sticks out in my mind. Other than um, a fantastic Leeds performance, a lot of people were writing us completely off and and that's fair enough because of Man City's um, results recently against promoted teams. But the first 20 minutes, it was all Manchester City. De Bruyne hit the post from a free kick. Um, definitely caught Melier out. Um, Torres had a shot that was blocked on the line by Dallas um, before Sterling's goal. And that was pretty much it for Man City. And afterwards, it was basically all leads. Dallas and Ailing had one-on-ones in the first half, then in the second, it was Rodrigo against Edison. And uh, twice, Edison made up for his mistake for the Rodrigo goal with a couple of brilliant saves. So, Dan, how did you find that reverse fixture? Yeah, it was a good game, wasn't it? I, I remember we started that, that quite well and were, were really dominant uh, at the start Then we, when we got the goal and then sort of tailed off a little bit. Leeds really came into it and... Uh, yeah, Leeds probably could have won it in the end. Really, there was a, there was a few chances. Um, Don't sound so surprised, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, as I'm sure we'll come on to it. I'm expecting a tough game from you guys again this weekend. Actually, I mean, you're a good side and um, play some lovely football. That and I know uh, Guardiola's a big fan of Bielsa, and I think the feeling's mutual. So, um, it's two styles of football that really complement each other quite well and, and produce a good game of good game of soccer. So, uh, yeah, I'm expecting more of the same, more high intensity. Uh, I don't think we'll have 100% possession this weekend, put it that way. Mm. Ryan? Yeah, I think that, you know, we summed up well, Donny, but I think in that game as well, I think something you're missing out on is we had more possession than Man City in that game. Yeah. And that, that 
I don't think that'll have happened all season to them. I really don't. Mm. Um, and it was sort of like, you know, Leeds have arrived, you know, the back. I mean, that first 20 minutes, I think all Leeds fans will have, you know, been bricking it, thinking hey, there's going to be a big score put passes here. But I think we got to grips with the game straight after that 20 minutes and we could have won that game and I think probably deserved to win the game, that game, which was mm. unbelievable. And I think that scum get level said something about it being one of the best games he's ever seen or commentated on. Right, yeah. It yeah, was very nice. Some, yeah. Very nice of him, wasn't it? Very generous. Yeah, very, very generous. I wonder if he'd have uh, had the same generosity if fans had been there. Um, because <laughs> you can imagine a full South stand uh, yeah. singing, uh, serenading him, if you will, for 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Leeds had 12 shots total then. Um, City had 23. Uh, but we had seven shots on target to City's two so I think we had the we created the better chances the clearer cut chances and um reduced uh reduced you guys down to to some speculative shots from long distance and uh yeah as Ryan pointed out 53% possession for the only team in Yorkshire um how many times does that happen Dan that you get out possessed by a team Almost never, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You could probably count on one hand the number of times it's happened since Guardiola has, has come. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, like I said, it's two two sort of styles of football that complement each other quite well from both teams. And I think, yeah, it's it's not often that we we get sort of outplayed like that. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. Actually, I think you, I think Leeds probably did deserve to win that game that day. Okay, um, so the lineups for that game it was Melier and goal Ailing on the right, Cock and Cooper in a central defensive pair, one of 13 different ones we've had this season, I believe. Uh, Dallas on the left, Phillips in defensive midfield, Held Costa on the right, Roberts and Click and Alioski and Bamford. Um, and for, for you guys, Dan, it was Moreas. <laughs> it always seems weird when I see his last name. So it was Edison <laughs> in goal, Mendy on the left, Laporte and Diaz in the centre of defence, Walker on the right, De Bruyne, Hernandez, that's another weird one as well. That's Rodrigo, isn't it? Rodri, yeah. Yeah, Rodri. Um, there you go. So De Bruyne and Rodri and Foden in the middle. Torres, Mares, and Sterling up front. So not a bad little uh, collection of um, uh, players that you can... Uh, what, toys to play with? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. That, um, was the, that was Diaz's debut, that actually, as well. Um, you know, he's arguably been our best player this season, um, possibly the best player in the league this season, in fact. Certainly one of the most influential, and that was his debut. And that sort of... I wasn't sure about him when we got him. I didn't know much about him. I don't watch Portuguese football very much. And, and I saw him that game and I thought, mm, yeah, he might be all right, this lad, actually. He can, he can handle himself in this league. So, yeah, he's never looked back since then, really. So you play FPL, I'm guessing, do you? Most I don't, people. actually, no. no. No? Okay. Well, I do. And let me tell you, having Man City players is uh, a burden um, oh, yeah. because of Pep's rotation. <laughs> um, that was the lineup then. What do you expect the lineup to be um, on Saturday? 
mean, who knows really? At the best of times, it's impossible to pick, to to choose what he what he's going to come up with, to, to, um, and and especially this game being sandwiched in between two legs of a Champions League tie. I mean, Guardiola spoke before the last uh, before the Leicester game, I think, where he was sort of saying about the worst team I could possibly imagine wanting to play in between two Champions League ties is Leeds because they're going to run us ragged, they're going to work us really hard. So it wouldn't surprise me if given that we are pretty much nailed on to win the league now, that he, if he did sort of rotate quite a bit here and maybe played like someone like Nathan Ake, who has been out injured for ages. Um, can't Bless you. Played, actually. <laughs> um, who else might play? Yeah, so you, you might see like, you might see Sergio Aguero starting. Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, just, he's... <laughs> just on that, on that point, Dan, at the, at the start of what you're saying. Mm. Um, so you've got Champions League games, where the worst team to play will run you ragged. Um, you've already won the league. Base. Why don't you just give us the three points? I'd be all right with it, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I, the uh, our, our sort of winning run got got uh, ended by those bastards a few weeks ago, uh, unfortunately, United. So um, we were on for like the world record of, of winning runs at one point, which I think was 27. So that's not going to happen anymore. So yeah, if, if you want to... You know, have the three points. We can forfeit the game. I'll be all right with that, to be honest. I like you, Dan. <laughs> Beginning to like you a lot. <laughs> Ryan, I'm guessing that Bielsa will name a very similar lineup to the ones yeah. that he always does. Yeah, just minus Harrison, probably. Right. Can't play. You feeling com- you feeling confident about this game? About this game? Yeah. Um, as confident as you can be when you're playing arguably best team that Premier League's ever seen. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but we won't take a backward step. We'll have a go. Uh, what will be, will be. I mean, we're in a good position, aren't we? We're totally safe. You looked at these fixtures at the start of the season, you thought, shit, we better have enough points come into these games. Uh, we have. Um, and we can have a real go. I think Dale just said today in his press conference that he wants to see us massively improve against the top six sides, you know. Mm. So I think what better way to start than this weekend? I, I think we'll have a go, and I, you know, I, I can see us getting somewhat definitely. Okay. Um, the referee, so ref watch then. Uh, the referee will be Andre Mariner. <laughs> does that? Do you have, do you have any love for Andre Mariner? Does it does it affect you at all that name in any way, shape, or form, Dan? The only thing I really could say about Andre Mariner is that I heard uh, a, a sort of a friend of a friend told me that they met him on a stag do once and he introduced himself as Dre, which I thought was a bit weird. So, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know if that makes me feel more sympathy for him <laughs> or maybe more sympathy for the people who know him. Ryan, does Andre Mariner do anything for you? Uh, he's just a, a twat middle as usual, isn't he? Right. Uh, same, same, same black uh, clothing or whatever they wear these days and mm-hmm. just a different idiot inside him most of the time. <laughs> okay. And one of the worst officials in the Premier League is on VAR, so that's Coot. The one who walks like a duck and who looks like he's been sketched by a, what are those artists called? Caricature, like you mean? Yes, by a caricature artist, exactly, Dan. Okay, so 
we've looked at recent results. We have looked at the reverse fixture. We've done predicted lineups. And now you should have, oh, and we did ref watch. So now you should have everything that you could possibly need to make an informed match preview score prediction. Now, Dan, for your benefit and for any new listeners or watchers, uh, watchers? Who's watching the watchers? Um, <laughs> Uh, the way this works is there is a point system. You get one point for guessing the the correct uh, results. So win, draw, or loss, you get two extra points for predicting the exact scoreline. You get one bonus point for naming a goal scorer, but to stop you gaming the system and naming every player in both squads, you'll get deducted one point for every incorrect goal scorer guessed. So, Dan, with all that in mind... What is your match preview score prediction? So I reckon it's going to be 2-2. Two, two. Wow. My prediction. You want, okay. you want the scorers of all the goals? You want me to predict all four goal scorers? You've heard the rules. Um, it's totally up to you. Would you like a the standings so far? It's about Roaring Peacock team minus 15, opponents minus 13. <laughs> the only way... To get minus points is by naming goal scorers that don't score. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to go for Patrick Bamford to open the scoring and then Raheem Sterling yeah. to equalise for City and then Calvin Phillips to score his first Premier League goal for Leeds to make it 2-1 and then I'll go for Gabriel Jesus to equalise for us. <clears throat> wow. And... And how are you going to feel when Sterling and Jesus aren't even in the squad? <laughs> it's, it's highly possible. Although neither of them played against Dortmund the other night, so it makes me think they probably will be, to be honest. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Was Aguero playing? No. So it'll be Aguero and Jesus then? Quite possibly, yeah. Fantastic. Ryan? Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be 2-2 as well. Oh. I do. I just oh. want to draw. Okay. And um, I'm just going to go for one goal scorer, and it's going to be Rafa. Okay. And uh, uh, Dan, you'll Ryan, you know this, but Dan, for your benefit, I don't make score predictions because I am a coward. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you predict a draw, then you know everyone's a winner, aren't they? Basically, <laughs> well, not literally, but <laughs> right. In fact, no one's a winner. No one's a winner. Had you my bets, but we've all got a point. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Any more bad jokes on that? Not from me. No. Okay. <laughs> um, Dan, I wanted to ask you. Um, so, do you feel dirty? Like you know, every <laughs> time you win, do you feel like you need a shower or something? Because you've done it. You've basically cheated. You've used the oil money cheat code in Football Manager. I knew I knew this was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes yes, I feel something approaching those feelings. Um, it does feel that we are the sort still of, got still got a know, soul then. Yeah, let's let's put it polite that we are we are the lottery winners of football. You know, we we got. We didn't earn any of this, did we? It was all bought for us. We're all the spoiled little brats who got our own way and blah, blah, blah. Right. Did, I feel, did I feel dirty when Aguero popped that one in against QPR in the last day of the 2012 season? 
that was the furthest thing from my mind at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously I'm conflicted about where the money comes from and human rights abuses in Abu Dhabi and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, there's lots of kind of contradictions in modern life. And what I always say to people is that don't think your club is special. Like if City could be bought out by people like this, any club could be bought out by people like this. And then it's kind of like, how do you deal with that once it happens? Everyone kind of thinks that they would go, oh, no, I wouldn't want that for my club. I would walk away. I would stop supporting them. And all I would say is like, if, if so, you're a better man than I am, but you can't really sort of discern that until it's kind of happened, until you have to confront that moral dilemma. So... It's not something that keeps me awake at night anymore, to be quite honest with you, because I just, I just try, I, I, I can separate the uh, the football from the the money aspect of it a lot of the time. Ryan, should should Dan feel bad about his football team winning lots of trophies? Should because they've done it by cheating, basically, haven't they? So, what do you think about that? Give me the fucking money. Give it to me, I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 you see what happens if it happens to us. No problem. <laughs> I'll be as dirty as you want. <laughs> I tell you, I mean, the thing about the thing about the, the most sort of conflicted I've ever felt about it was when there was the UEFA allegations of you know financial fair play breaches and all that sort of stuff, and the fact that that went to like the court of arbitration for sport and they ruled in City's favour. Like, I'm so I'm so past that now. I won't I won't hear anyone saying that we've like cheated um, because. We've we've got a court judgment laminated which says we didn't basically right. And, and, and if that, you say we did, it's just kind of semantics. So I don't I don't really care about that aspect of it. I and do that, care. that court judge has a nice new uh, mansion in um, <laughs> yeah. the south of Ibiza. <laughs> got a lovely Rolex watch out of it. So yeah. again, everyone's a winner. <laughs> Man City are unbeaten in the last forty-one Premier League encounters with promoted sides at the Etihad Stadium. Won 36, drawn five out of 41 games. Um, the last time you lost to a promoted team, Dan, would you like to have a guess? Was it Hull City? No. No? Cool. I'll give you a clue. It was 2007. Fulham? It was a 2-0 loss to Reading. Ah. Can you tell me who the manager was? Who City's manager was? Yes. Uh, Stuart Pearce. Stuart Pearce? Yeah. That was before the old money, wasn't it? <laughs> it certainly was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that season we scored um, after Christmas. We, no, we scored, in the whole season we scored 10 goals at home and we didn't win a home game after Christmas. And I went to every single one of those games. So when people say, oh, you've, you've, you've bought your success and all that, I'm like, I watched us score 10 goals at home all season. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my penance for all this, basically. <laughs> 10 goals at home it's crazy yeah um, did you have some interesting did you have some fun songs that at the time take the mickey out of yourself I mean I remember them singing You're Not Fit to Wear the Shirt at one point that wasn't very fun um, I mean I remember when Stuart Pearce first came in and he had like uh, a really sort of purple patch at the start I think he went on like a 10 match unbeaten run or something and he was brought in as caretaker manager and uh, all the fans were singing uh, all we are saying is give Pearce a chance and they did. They gave him the uh, the permanent uh, gig, and he he was rubbish after that, basically. So, uh, be careful what you wish for. Is the moral of that story, I guess. Mm. What do you guys think of Jack Harrison? Then are you are you big fans of his? Terrible. Yeah. You should probably give <laughs> us. You should probably give us him for like five million. I think 10, 10 11 is yeah, too much. I, <laughs> I just think he seems to be getting better and better. Doesn't he, Harrison? 
you know, he thought, it's a surprising really because he probably would fit in a Guardiola the side. I would have thought it somewhere as a squad player, man, you know. Mm. But I think Bielsa's got a lot to do with his improvement as well, hasn't he? You know? Yeah. But, well, just like most of our players, really. But I, I can see him getting better and better and I can see him playing for England one day, Allison. He's quite energetic. I wouldn't say he's like naturally skillful or talented. No. Um, yeah. he, he doesn't He doesn't have the, the jinger. The, the pizzazz, the razzle-dazzle mm. that, that you might get with a, a Rafinha. But he's, he's a, he works very, very hard. He works very hard on his game. He works hard on his um, psychology, psychological part of his game. So he's, he's got sports psychologists who he's, who he's seen and he sees regularly. Um, I remember in the, um, the brief off-season between the Championship and the Premier League, he worked really hard on his game. Um, and, and you heard that the previous summer as well. So he's somebody who is committed to a very high level um, to improve. And that's why you see such um, an incredible improvement. I think it was the right thing to do for you guys to loan him, loan him out. Um, I'm not sure it was the right thing to do to sell him, but we'll take him. Definitely. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I think he can improve even more if he keeps going the way he is. I think in three or four years' time, he could be in contention for what, what Ryan was talking about, an England spot. Yeah, because yeah, he had like a really weird route into English football, didn't he? He went to America and was like playing yeah. like college soccer in America or something mm-hmm. and then, then got snapped up by New York City FC and was playing for them for a bit. I think he played with Frank Lampard there, didn't he? Yeah, sure. you don't like Frank Lampard. I shouldn't have mentioned that name, should I? <laughs> don't care about him. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Yeah, I hope he's. Um, I hope he's filled out his P forty five, and you know, <laughs> I hope he's spending too much time with his his wife and kids, and and they're getting on his nerves, and and he just wants to get back into um, football management, but no one wants to take him because he did a <laughs> shit job at Derby and Chelsea. Fair enough. Maybe I do care about him actually. Thinking yeah. About what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, what have you thought, Dan, of of Leeds so far? In the yeah, Premier very, League? very impressive. I mean, I, I was, uh, I was pretty confident that you would, you would do all right. And then I remember watching the Liverpool game at Anfield at the first game of the season and thinking, wow, these guys are going to be like top six or something. So, I mean, it's been a, a little bit up and down at times, hasn't it? You've had little patches of, of poor form, um, but generally speaking, I love watching Leeds. Oh, it always, I'll always tune in if Leeds are on TV. You know, there's a lot of clubs that. You know, there's always wall-to-wall football these days. There's a lot of clubs that I can give a swerve, but if Leeds are on, I'll always, I'll always put the TV on. And uh, good to see you back in the league because I know our our neighbours over in Stretford don't like you very much, but I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Leeds as, you know, one of the big clubs when I was growing up in the 90s and early 2000s. So it was a shame to see you out of the league for such a long time. And now that you're back, it's good. And I hope you, uh, you know, become part of the Premier League furniture again and stay, stay in the top flight and start uh, challenging for trophies and all that sort of Gubbins in the next few years. Cheers, Dan. You might not like us so much when we beat you in the Champions League final. Do you hear? <laughs> I just want to get to a Champions League final, to be honest. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for C, partly because we always used to beat you, partly because Oasis, um, but mainly because uh, we both hate scum, don't we? That's it. Yeah. 
In my mind's eye, when I think of Leeds, I always think of we played you at Main Road in, I want to say, 2001 in the FA Cup. We were in yeah. Division 1 at the time. You were in the Premier League and you had Harry Kuehl and Mark Viduka and Lee Bowyer and all that. And that was an incredible game. That I think uh, Sean Gota put us 1-0 up. Then Leeds equalised and I think we went 2-1 up. Ian Bishop scored a good goal for us and then Leeds just steamrolled us after that. So 5-2. That, so that's it, yeah. So I, I always think of that game when I think of Leeds. Yeah, what, what a game and what a team that was. Well, we had oh dear <laughs> and, and actually I've just remembered another thing when I was a kid the first football kit that my parents ever bought me because it was because it was going cheap in some shop was a Leeds away kit a blue and uh, yellow striped away kit with uh, Thistle Hotels on the front oh yeah <laughs> so there you go hang Maybe on a minute a Leeds one. <laughs> hang on a minute what's happened here then <laughs> it's taken a turn this hasn't it yeah. wait where are you from <laughs> Manchester Wait, so you're from Manchester? Yeah. And your parents bought you a Leeds top? Yeah, I, th- I just needed like a kit to like go football training in. And we were in Blackpool one day and there was a Leeds full kit going cheap in some shops. And my dad was like, that'll do you. We'll get that. Couldn't afford a City kit at the time, but the Leeds kit was... Dan, you've... <laughs> it started off so well. You've... <laughs> it's all gone wrong somewhere, hasn't it? <laughs> well, you know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Leeds, as I said, so take it. <laughs> Well, I think you should. Uh, I think you should renounce your citizenship and uh, join the Mighty Whites. Let's <laughs> not get carried away now. Mm. Uh, Ryan, let's uh, have some final thoughts then. Yeah, final thoughts and uh, looking forward to the game this weekend. We can go into it. No worries about relegation. No inkling that we're going to get hammered by any of these teams. I think we're going to have a right good go at it, and it's sign uh, at the Champions. Uh, elect this weekend I think they're a cracker uh, a cracker for uh, Ryan says uh, Dan final thoughts yeah, totally agree with that I think it's going to be a very entertaining game uh, I think Leeds have got a, got a chance of beating us given that we're um, you know probably got our eyes one eye on the, the Champions League in midweek um, but yeah I fancy a draw I fancy a high scoring high octane thrilling draw Okay. And uh, for me then, what a shame it is, again, that we don't have uh, fans in the stadium because it, we would have sang some lovely songs about Manchester United together, I'm sure. And <laughs> everybody could have uh, joined in. The kids as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find us at Peacock's Raw on Twitter or The Roaring Peacock on YouTube. We're also on other social media sites, but we don't use them or go on them or post anything so maybe not follow us there then <laughs> uh, enjoy the game and my name's Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter it's a very goodbye from me and joining us representing the Mighty Whites uh, the only club in Yorkshire Ryan Wignall one hey now goodbye Ryan and uh, the stranger in our midst it was Dan Burke uh, Dan where can people find you online if they want to follow your uh, content uh, you can follow me on Twitter I'm at Fussball Dan like the German word for football and uh, you can follow the Blue Moon podcast at Blue Moon podcast Fussball Dan yeah because I live in Berlin you see so oh do you I do I live in Vienna there you oh, go oh yeah I saw that on your Twitter actually yeah hmm I don't know any German, so <laughs> and neither do the people listening. <laughs> oh dear. Is that it? Was that everything? No, yeah. So if you like the video, like the video. Come on, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds.
Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart Cookett Ewan and Howard Metcalf Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. I should have said no, but I did.